Good morning, my wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it's going to be January 12th. Oh man, here we are. New year, new month. I hope you guys have gotten some value out of the podcast. There was a video podcast that released January 5th, Money, a a Common Problem for All. I hope you guys enjoyed that video podcast. It was a little on the longer side. It was my first one I've ever done. Anchor actually gave me the opportunity to be one of the first people to do video podcasts. My plan is to do more in the future. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And, um, you know, again, I hope you're getting value out of this podcast. We're going to be doing Revelation Revamp sooner than later, where I share the 12 biggest revelations I had in 2021. It's going to be, you know, January all the way through December all the revelations I had during that year. And as I share that with you guys, I really encourage you to take a moment and reflect back on your biggest revelations that you've had. And if you really don't know, I encourage you this year to start keeping record of your prayers, God answering your prayers, the revelations that he puts on your heart, the things he's, you know, the things that you're dealing with in your life and, and, the changes that you're seeking to make and then the tools that he brings in. It's really, really important, I think, for us to keep a record of these things because there are days where we sort of forget, you know, we can get lost in everything going on. And so I encourage you guys this year to make it a priority in your time with the Lord to start writing things down and making it plain of God's faithfulness in your life so you can continue to have the fuel that you need to do the things that he's called you to do. So anyway, you guys, today I want to talk to you about how do you love God more? You know, I know this is like a a really, how could you say, something in in the Christian community that we all want to do better, right? We want to love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And uh, I think that's a worthy pursuit to do that. But I think that there's some basics that we kind of forget that I want to share with you guys today that I think are really just foundational, you know, just going back to the the foundation of our relationship with the Lord and how it all started. And uh, I just want to share some things I saw today as I was reading first John, but before we get into it, you guys, let's go ahead and pray and let's talk about, you know, how do we love God more? Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh man, I had a stretch there guys. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for loving us the way you do. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us of so many things in our life, God. Thank you, Lord, that we do not have to let our behavior, our behavior is not who we are. The thoughts that we think are not us. The circumstances are not us, Lord. You know, we are not our performance. We are not other people's opinions. But thank you, Lord, that we can be defined by your love and your grace and the purpose and the character and the values that you have put inside of our hearts and every single human heart on the planet. Lord, you love everybody on on this planet. You created every single one. And I just pray that they can be reconciled and um, what would you say, Lord? They would become your ambassadors because of the truth of who they are and who you are. I pray that their lives would collide with your grace and your truth and your plans and your provisions in your spirit. And so, Lord, I just thank you for uh, just reminding me of these things, helping me see these things. And I pray that you'll guide me through this conversation and that um, you would bless all my brothers and sisters who listen to this podcast and let them just continually be receptive 
to all that you have to offer them, Lord. All the good plans, plans to prosper them, not to harm them, but to give them hope in the future, Lord. So we love you, Lord. Pray, bless the conversation. We'll spread all these things in Jesus' name. So, really quick, you guys, let's go over here to First John chapter two. And I did it. I did a podcast on this that released the last week of January. And so, if you missed that one, go back and, and listen to it because it's all rooted in First John chapter one. And so it'll kind of give you some more context here. But uh, as I was reading chapter two this morning, um, a couple things stuck out. And I just want to share it with you guys really, really quick. So let me turn over there really fast. You would think I'd be a little more prepared, right, guys? Okay, here we go. Turn one more page back. So in chapter two, it says, And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he himself is the appropriation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commands. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commands, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought to himself also to walk as he walked. All right, you guys. So I just want to share, again, some thoughts with you. And as I was just kind of pondering all this, I was looking at, you know, knowing him and keeping his commands. And so I'm just going to read my notes to you guys and just kind of walk you through my thoughts here. It says, you know, what is the, what is the highest demonstration of love? Aside from laying down our lives, I think of keeping someone's word. We do this in marriage, with our children, friendships, jobs, intelligence jobs, you know, like if you work for the government, FBI, that kind of stuff, right? We keep people's words through the facts we believe and the perspectives that we take. Think about the things that people listen to and watch on a regular basis and how that forms their whole baseline of their thought, their thought life and their thinking, right? And by you using someone else's words to build your paradigms or your ways of thinking, your filters, the way you see things, you're keeping their word, right? It makes you, it's kind of, when you think about that, you're like, wow, whose words am I keeping and how are they influencing my life? Let's move on here. Keeping someone's words are a demonstration of trust. You are, you are expecting a person to keep a part of you. When you give someone your word, right? It's like when you enter into a marriage covenant, you are literally giving them parts of yourself that you're expecting them to, to take care of and keep parts of your heart, parts of your mind. And that takes trust. That builds trust when they keep it, right? So, you know, I was just thinking about how do we grow in our ability to keep God's commands, right? Because it says that if we really know him, we're going to keep his commands. But it's like, how do you do that? So then I was thinking about everything that he was talking about just before he said that. And even at the end of chapter one, it says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And it says, and then chapter two, if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he himself is the appropriation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. You guys, isn't that incredible? So then as I was thinking about that, I was like, you know, how do we grow in our ability to keep God's commands? 
through receiving the forgiveness he offers when we acknowledge darkness in us, right? Darkness is just lies. Darkness is ignorance, covering up through blame and judgment. But the more we confess those things, the more we experience God's forgiveness, which results in love in our life, you grow for your love of God in this way. That's why Jesus said, if you've been forgiven much, you love much. So the more you just acknowledge who you are in the presence of him, and you open up your heart just to receive what he's come to give you, the more it's gonna change your life and you're gonna love the Lord. And think about this, what you know how you know yourself to a degree and, and the things that you wanna do for a person. Maybe you wanna bless them. Don't you hate it when people deny that of you? Oh no, you don't wanna do that, right? You wanna do something good for somebody, but then they somehow turn it around in their mind, accusing you of not wanting to do good. Right, and, and when you think about it, you guys, when we think about, we, we, all we do when people talk is we just reflect on ourselves, right? And sometimes if we don't realize that dynamic, you might even start, uh, what's the word? Uh, projecting yourself onto other people. And it's like, wait a second, you're a separate individual than the person that's speaking to you. And you have different thoughts and perspectives than they do, and that's okay, right? Acknowledging the fact that, um, you know, everybody's different in that way but anyway I don't I don't want to get too far off on that what, what did I want to bring about oh it's amazing how there are so many Christians in the Christian community who know these things like they know Jesus forgives but they, but when you look at the, the how they demonstrate that and the things that they say they're like living in denial of God's grace for them and God's forgiveness oh you know if God knew what I did what do you mean if he knew what you did as if he's completely clueless for you to t I mean think about that when you act like God won't forgive you or if you've known what I've done it's almost as if you're telling him he's not all-knowing he he doesn't see what you're doing but that's that's to deny who he is does that make sense you are denying who he is by denying the fact that he wants to forgive you and that he knows everything don't you hate when people deny you that way have you ever you know, again, it's like you want to do something nice for somebody or you know um, who you are. You know, like, you know your character traits that you have. And you know what? Here's the thing, you guys. You're not perfect, but you're growing and developing, okay? But you, you should know if you have a lo level of honesty in your life and a level of commitment and loyalty to somebody, right? Have you ever tried to tell that to somebody and then some people can deny that? You know, think about just... Um, Maybe people who are prideful and, and don't have a, are not, they don't receive love or good things from people. So you can tell somebody you love them and they say, oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. Or they make excuses for it or they belittle it. That's very hurtful to the one who is putting themselves on the line like that. And the Lord's always putting himself on the line every day. Stretching out his hands like, hey. Hey guys, come on. I'm here. Are you going to accept the good I've come to give you? Can you humble yourself and receive the good and the forgiveness? Because the more that you do that, right? Acknowledging that while you were still a sinner, he died for you. That's going to change your life. And so if you want to change your life and you want to grow in, in, in who you are in the Lord, you got to grow in receiving his forgiveness. You got to grow in your humility. You got to grow in your ability to accept good from him and from other people. And that's a very vulnerable thing to do when you have to accept good 
you know, especially when you know who you are, right? The more that you're aware of yourself and somebody wants to still, still do something good for you, that takes humility. But humble people are the ones getting into the kingdom of heaven, not prideful, arrogant people, you know? So anyway, you guys, just if you want to grow in your ability to love God and keep his commands, grow in your ability to accept his love and forgiveness he has for you. That's all you got to do. Acknowledge and accept. Take his love and grace into you. Acknowledge the darkness, the lies, the ignorance, the hurts, the pains, the things that keep you in hiding. Because that's what darkness does. It start, tries to cover things up. And we can cover things up sometimes if we feel ashamed, right? Kind of like Adam trying to hide himself, not realizing it was the knowledge he was living by that got him in trouble to begin with. But, you know, if we don't want to think deeper about things, we're going to find ourselves doing things that are not solving the real problem. And then you're going to feel ashamed for that. But as I tell you guys over and over again, we got to go back and look at the first example in the garden of God's love and faithfulness right there for Adam, even after he nosedived, right? God was still there for him. He goes, hey, where'd you go? Who told you that? Right? Because God wants our lives to be built upon what he says. Because what he says is true. It's absolute truth. You guys, I told you the other day. What's gospel mean? Gospel is absolute truth. God, What God said about you and who he is is the absolute truth. If he says, I want to forgive you and I want to love you, that's the absolute truth. You have to be able to accept that despite the knowledge you have of yourself or other people. And the, and the things that you know that keep you separated from accepting the reality of that truth. That's what we're dealing with here, you guys. You got to be willing to acknowledge the barriers that you've created in your own heart that keep you from accepting the goodness that God is. He is good. He's not just good. He is. That's his being. It's a, it's a helping verb, y'all. State of being. So anyway, I'm going to get off this podcast, you guys. I hope this gave you some encouragement today. Give me some encouragement. It was like, you know what, Lord? That's all I got to do. Keep myself in the light. And the more that I can love you is just by acknowledging those parts of myself. Because here's the thing, you guys. As I said, this is a lifelong process. I've, I've talked about this in another podcast. You're never going to, you know, how can I say this? As you get to know the Lord more and more, you're only going to love him more. And how do you get to know him? By him knowing you. Knowing who you are as far as, you know, your strengths, but your weaknesses is really where we see God, right? Even like you go into a new experience, let's just say, you know, um, you're getting more secure in who you are. You found your purpose. You're going to step out. Well, even in the times where you would judge yourself as, as as not doing well or failing or whatever, however you look at it. Again, whatever mindset that would try to get you in, get you separated from the Lord or separated from the purpose he has for you or judging yourself or being critical of yourself. When you let God love you in those places, any area of your life where you feel stuck in relationships, finances, marriages, careers, education, mental health, all of that, you got to let God get in there, (laughs) right? Those cracks got to be filled with his love and his grace and his truth, the truth of who he is to you. And who he says he is. Who he says he is. Not who you think he is. There's a difference there. If the Lord says, I want to forgive you, you got to accept that. No strings attached. And you have to be willing to go on that journey with him in that type of way. In every area of your life. So anyway, you guys, I don't know if I could break this down any further. But I hope this gave you some encouragement for the day. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the week. And be sure to tune in to the podcast next week, you guys. Again, looking forward to Revelation Revamp. going to be coming up here 
to say in the next month or so. We'll see how it goes, y'all. But uh, I will be here. I hope you guys are here with me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Please continue to share it. Um, that's going to help it grow. And uh, yeah, you guys just be praying, you know, for the book and everything. Um, that it'll just reach millions and millions of people. I really believe this devotional that I've written um, can give the people the tools that they need to start dealing with these things I'm talking to you guys about. Because I, I know from experience in my own life, you know, of what the Lord's done in me. And I'm just sharing the insights he's given to me. And I feel like if you guys just start integrating this stuff, it's going to happen with you too. And I just want to see the church thrive. I want to see the individuals thrive in their purpose and in the grace that God has poured into their life. And I want you guys to find it and tap into it and let that become the current that flows from your life. And uh, if I can share my experiences with you guys and my insights and the things I've learned and that can set you on fire to do the same thing, well, thank you, God. I have accomplished my mission on this earth. All right, y'all. Have an awesome rest of the week. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you.